You're quite profoundly conflicted like all the other men. When you're, so when you're in the womb, technically, you're supposed to be the byproduct of a man who's strong, clear, intentful, part of a community. Then you're in a woman who's supposed to be strong, clean, beautiful, who's holding the seed of intent and growing it to manifest in the service of life. And for the first couple of years, starting with the nine first months, you know how I got nothing to do. All you got to do is grow in size. It's the only time in your life you don't have something to do. You don't have to walk. You don't have to, you don't do it. You can't even hold your head up. You're absolutely and completely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Helpless. And there she is, smiling at you. That's the pure definition of a God. I'm totally helpless and there she is. She does everything for me and adores me. I can shit, I can piss, I can puke, I can cry six times in a row in the middle of the night. There she is and every time she looks at me, she smiles. That's God for the little baby. The baby doesn't even understand there's such a thing as a father. Not mentally. So what a, a, a boy has to now endure is now I have to now grow into a man. That means meeting the father. And the father is looking at you and he's like, you're weak. You're not smart. You're not going to survive. Where's the unconditional love? It's another kind of unconditional love, but it's no longer I have to, I, I, can, I can just do nothing. It's like, if you don't work, you die. I'm going to teach you to work, and if you don't work hard, I'm not giving you to eat. Because somebody got to teach you how life works. You're like, well, where's my paradise? My paradise is gone, you have to work for it now. You want love of a woman? You have to work for it now. Well, where did, can I go back to mom? No. That's over. No, no, I want to go back to mom. I don't want to have to work. I don't want to have to struggle. I don't want to have to hurt myself. I don't want to have to face the world and its harsh reality. I have to grow strong. This is not easy. There's only obstacles. <laughs> really, only obstacles. And I have to do that just to get love. Well, I had love, I didn't have to do anything. I, could, I, shit, I shat myself and I'd get love. That's paradise, I want to go back to that. If I can find a woman that will take me in my helplessness, I'm going to be back with mom in love, I'm going to be happy once again. I'm going to be in paradise. Ain't no second mom. That's, that was presuming you had the right setup in the first place, because that's certainly not what's going on. Nowadays, dad is not, is not even dad, and mom is, is not really mom, and there's no community, so, but, right? So if I could just find her, then I will find God. Happiness and love, peace. 
But when I meet a woman, it's never like that. She doesn't love me unconditionally. She may try because she may have some of these ideals because she's a hippie crazy psychopath, but she doesn't love me I, I, uh, unconditionally. She chose me because I looked like something in the first place. In the first place, the reason I met her was because I exuded something, although it may be a facade, I, took the, I bothered to make the facade because some geeks don't even bother with the facade. You know those cats. Poor dude, fucking with his computer, doesn't even play the facade, he get none. So I at least made an effort to put the facade on. I had to make an effort. So now we at the facade level, she liked my style. And that lasts for five minutes and then she's like, well, uh, you're a loser, I guess. I can't be with you. That's the harsh reality that man has to face. I don't want to have to struggle. Uh, can I go back to mommy? I want to go back to mommy. Mommy loved me. Then you try to go back to mommy. And mommy says, listen boy, don't tell your father, because your father's a horrible man. I'm going to take you, I'll accept you unconditionally, but you never, you, can, you never become a man. You can stay here, live in my fucking basement. I'll tell you how amazing you are, and how much potential you have. I'll let you eat the food, whatever it is. But you never be a man. But you're gonna be mine. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. Sometimes the mom is a little more tricky. She's like, if you want me to continue to be your mom, you're gonna go and get me some shit. You're gonna go buy me. This and you're gonna get me that and you're gonna be you're gonna provide for me. So the little dude becomes some kind of superhero for mommy. Who's this goddess? And you can see that in professional athletes, a galore. Particularly the African American community. Their addiction to their mom is uh, very particular. So I don't want to get into this psychological details of their upbringing, but you can see. Dude's like seven foot with his five foot three mom and he's scared fucking shitless of her. He still has to do things behind her back so she doesn't find out because mom is the God. And all he's doing is to get approval of his master, which is his mom. Now that's not limited to the African-American community, but I'm saying that's, in a, that's particularly, they can really ride the, the young man so he achieves great greatness. He's doing it for the mom. And again, this is not a criticism. Sometimes you can see them in, uh, what is that, when they get inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's all about mama. I did for you, mama. Now, there's something beautiful about it because they are in a particular situation, but again, the, the particular situation is twisted according to a certain narrative. Poor old black woman, single child with a horrible deadbeat black man. That's not really the situation, but that's the storyline. From, from the storyline, it's very poetic, and what a good son, and he loved his mom. It's a storyline. And the, and the guy believes that that's what his motivating factor is. My mom killed herself for me. So that's the mind. That's the beauty of the mind. There's so many textures and layers to it. What's reality is a whole other thing. The point of what I'm trying to say is that it's tough for a man to become a man. 
And unless you have a man to teach you how to be a man, you ain't never going to be a man. It's impossible. A woman can't teach a man how to be a man because she ain't a fucking man. So that's where the obsession with uh, that uh, love of my life nonsense. When you get to understand female nature better, you understand that they're all the same. There's variations. It's like having an Audi with different colors. It's all the same. That means they're all embodiments of the goddess. They all have a capacity to give birth to. Now you're looking for who's capable of handling the intent that I carry and they're not all able to carry the, to handle that intent. It's not one is better than the other. It means they're not all designed to give birth to the same intent. But they're all birthing machines. So now it gets a little more specific. But at the start, they're all birthing machines. I mean, the one is in your fantasy. Because it's all the same, it's the goddess. Dressed in blue, orange, purple, gray, whatever fucking color you fancy. And your job is to allow the goddess to reveal herself. Well, it's the same goddess and each one of them expressed differently, but it's the same goddess. It's the womb power. No, 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 no. I'm special. I'm like, no, you're not. There is no special woman and there's no special man. There is matches, keys that fit in certain door locks. Yeah, but that's as per design. First, you need to be a key. The fuck do you care in which fucking door you're shoved in by the master? But you know, everybody's had one of those fake shit keys that you fucking gotta like play like this for 10 million hours, never opens the door and it's fucking minus 10 and you're like fucking key and you gotta... You know those fucking shit keys you got for $6? You don't want to be that kind of key. So what are you concerned? I'm gonna find the door. What's it called? The, 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 the hole of the door, the key door. Huh? Keyhole. I'm going to find the keyhole of my dreams. What kind of psycho key thinks that? I'm going to find the keyhole of my dreams. No, the key is thinking, I better be sharp and clear so when the master comes and utilizes me, I'm on the open doors. I ain't concerned with which door. I'm concerned with opening doors in the hands of the master. That's what I'm concerned with. You remove the master, that means the the reason, the intent of the creation of your, and your function, and now you're self-obsessed with how amazing of a key you are when you're actually a rotten key, and you start fantasizing about shoving your key in a keyhole that's broken to a door that's broken to a house that's horribly elaborate. I'm like, I'm gonna open the door. I'm gonna open doors. I found it. I found her, the door, keyhole I can put myself in and unlock. First of all, if you at least did that properly, you don't even do that properly. You don't even know what it means to go into a hole and unlock it. You don't even want to know. 
And what happens when I unlock a door? There's something behind the door. Let's say there's a creature behind the door. Let's say there are thieves behind the door. Let's say there's a parrot. Let's say there's a rave. Did you bring the right clothing once you open the door? That when you open the door, something happens. There's a world behind the door. No, no, I just open doors. <laughs> I take no responsibility for opening the door and activating that world of possibility. No, 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 no. I just, <laughs> you know how many doors I opened last week? Zero. That's how many doors you opened last week. You don't even know how to, un you don't, you're, you're, the key is not full to be able to unlock the goddess in her. So all you're doing is playing with her persona. Now you can have a persona and play with her persona and you get the impression that your fake persona, which is a former key, unlocks her key, uh, unlocks her persona. It's all a farce. If you can hang in there like Giselle and fucking Brady, in appearance, it seems it works. Yeah, but you should see her, she looks bitter. Her fucking boyfriend plays football and he's 44. Think about it. My man plays football, but he's the greatest ever. Yeah, he's still throwing a ball around. She's disillusioned for sure. She plays the game. Or like she's the most beautiful woman on earth. I don't know how old she is, but she gotta be at least 40. I'm like, well, she used to. No, Tom would never say that because he's not allowed to say that because that would get him canceled. Right? It's all a facade. But even at the level of the facade, there are keys that why there's so-called chemistry with her. Because my persona fits with her persona, and then she gets the best, right? It's just at the surface. And then so it's a surface bang. If you're lucky, it's a decent surface bang. It lasts for a fraction of a moment, and it's over. The next day, you don't buy into the persona anymore because uh, you, you know it's not true. What do you do then? That's it. Now you got stuck with a baby, and you're fucked. <whistles> Cut! There's more. <laughs> Did you understand this, dude? So, I understand the, 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 the intensity of the experience, but it's hiding the experience of being, looking for the one and all this. I really do. I've lived it. And me and my friends, we used to laugh about it. We make jokes about it. It was so intense. It's like domineering, completely possesses your mind. Yeah, but it's hiding something else. You don't want to be a man. You don't want to grow in manhood. You don't even know what that means. You don't even know that it exists. Let's put it this way. And your idea of a man is some fucking idiot in a movie. Tyler Jordan. Or some kind of moronic athlete no, sorry, I want to insult the athlete. The image of the athlete, a false, a false image. You think that, that, or you watch a movie and you think that's Al Capone. That's manly. I'm like, this is a fucking movie, dude. You know, you go in a guy's room and you have like posters of gangsters. I'm like, it's a fucking movie. This is not Don Corleone. That's Marlon Brando, dude who's a guy pretending to be somebody already that gives you a sense of his manliness. Think about it. And now you're worshipping the character played by a guy who's trying not to be himself. Professionally. 
and doing quite a good job at it too. Shout out to that dude who's dead. You see what I'm trying to say? So th this is your reference as a manhood. So we got a problem in regards to this because whereas the role models, dare I say there is none or very few. Can't talk about that either. Anyways, so it's always a question of power at the end of the day and we can close the question with that. What is a man? What is a woman? What is their dance together? And whom do they serve? I do not serve creation. I serve the Lord God through His creation and there's a big nuance. That's extremely clear. I serve Father God and by, to serve Him, I'm serving in His creation. So I work in the factory. But He the boss. She not the boss. He the boss. She work for Him. I work for her. But we're working for Him. You understand what I'm trying to say. And I'm very happy to do so. It's my privilege and I get to experience a healthy, sane goddess who's the agent of bliss and the Father God which is the agent of everything. I'm not missing anything. It's all there. But things are in their proper order. That's it. This was my humble submission when I began and this is what I've been presented and I'm very grateful for this because it's all there. It's all God's creation. But you cannot take the creation for the Creator. You cannot get confused. Although the Creator lives in His creation and also beyond it. And the creation is awesome because it is made by God. It's, not, it's in a way finite. You cannot worship something finite if you are yourself at your essence, infinite. And that's where the treasuresness is. Because when you don't know yourself, then the goddess looks absolute. And the way she is, but not if you get out of the computer game. And also she's there. And how amazing she is. If I didn't know Father God, I would worship her forever. Because she's supreme. Yeah, but there is a greater. And uh, we can get to enjoy both. The creation and the creator. I don't have a problem with that. But things have to be in their proper order or you go insane. Without knowing that you're insane. Which is worse. So that's my 10 cents on the one. Thank you for watching Jayan TV. For more premium content on living spirituality, subscribe to the channel now. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of Jayan's videos.